This is Sci-Fi Talk Weekly for July 20th, 2023, my episode 61. I look around the internet for news on sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics. And here are this week's headlines. Hawkgirl's Jadzia Axelrod teases a fresh direction. Why the Flash's box office failure doesn't matter for James Gunn DC reboot. Ahsoka introduces a new character who can tie Star Wars' next two movies together. And I love lists. And I have the Starfleet Admirals that went rogue. That and so much more. And this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. Looper reports that in Hawkgirl number one, Kendra Sanders starts a new life in Metropolis. Jadzia Axelrod spoke to Looper about her love of Hawkgirl. She said, I've been a fan of Kendra since her JSA, Justice Society of America days, when I was reading that as it was coming out a million years ago. I always liked her because she was the one who looked at those revered Golden Age superheroes and didn't see why anyone listen to them. She was very much a shut up old man kind of character. That was her role within the ensemble and I always liked that. She's always been a favorite. There's more of her conversation at looper.com. Sci-Fi Talk Weekly episode 61 will return momentarily. Screen Rant reports that The Flash's disappointment at the box office will not hurt James Gunn's plan for the DCU. According to them, Adrian Tyler writes, The Flash ended up in a difficult position as it was tied to the DCU's complicated past and was half in, half out of the DC universe, which made it confusing. James Gunn's reboot with the DC universe is aiming to do what the DCEU couldn't building continuity and story across live-action movies, TV, animation, and video games. Although some of the characters from the DCEU will be part of the DC Universe, it can easily and properly distance itself from that entity. With the Batman and the Joker, fans are receptive to stories outside of the main storyline, now known as Elseworlds. This I really like because it will involve a fresh take on familiar characters we all know, really enhancing DC Studios. The comics went there so many times in the past with some really good classic stories. I hope that's something that is part of James Gunn's vision going forward. We'll have Star Wars Ahsoka in just a matter of weeks. Screen Rant reports that which it could introduce a character to set up the Mandalorian and Jedi Order films. Ahsoka will require a redesigned version of J.C. Syndulla, the child of Hera Syndulla and Janin Jarrus, introduced in the Rebels finale. While this is not confirmed, he could have a key role in those upcoming films. Screen Rant also reports that George Lucas had a different vision for Bo-Katan than was portrayed. The first female Mandalorian warrior depicted on screen Bo-Katan was revealed to be the sister of Duchess Satine Kiersey, following the ruler's death. Her path originally didn't align with the Duchess, however, and the Clone Wars creative team had to keep a family twist secret from Mr. Lucas. 
But in 2013, Dave Filoni said this, To give you the kind of understanding tidbit to all that, Bo-Katan being Satine's sister was never in the original script. It was something I had planned in my mind, but I knew that selling it to the script phase or something of this sort of personal relationship can be a challenge, sometimes with George, because I know he didn't necessarily see it that way. I wanted him to experience it visually with the full-on emotion of the character's connection. So I shot everything, and then I added all this dialogue later, almost in the way that you see Mark Hamill saying, no, that's not true, that's impossible, and Vader saying, no, I am your father. You know that to be true. Taking a page from that book to keep this a secret. One of the things I loved about Clone Wars was the relationship between Satine and Obi-Wan. It was really something that could never see it to fruition, but I love their interactions together. Tor.com reports that Travis Baldry has sold three novels to Tor Books. The New York Times bestseller has three novels, which will be standalone fantasies set in the world of Baldry's best-selling Legends and Lattes and beyond. He is the author of instant New York Times bestseller that I mentioned, Legends and Lattes, and the forthcoming sequel, Bookshops and Bone Dust, as well as a full-time audiobook narrator. Before that, he spent decades designing and building video games like Torchlight, Rebel Galaxy, and Fate. More details at Tor.com, which also has an excerpt from P. DeJelly Clark's story, The Book of Witches, called What I Learn from Orisha Moon Dragon Devashatra. Here it is. Orisha Moon Dragon Devashatra arrived on an idle wind that blew into Mara Bays from the sea, her bright orange air balloon awakening the sleepy village like a small rising sun. It was mid-morning when the woven brackerwood basket that carried her descended into the middle of our market square, nearly hitting a pen of suckling kelp pigs brought in by the Brath brothers. We all, fishmongers and net trawlers alike, stopped our work to look up and marvel. Even Merle Janish, who stared at sunrise each morning with a quart of strong cider, working his way through the harder stuff until he passed out at sunset, managed to rouse from his stupor. I was just a girl of two and ten then, at the market helping my ma sell red mussels and spotted whisker trout. But I ran forward and jostled through the gathering crowd to get a good look. More at Tour.com. There is more sci-fi talk, so stay tuned. Deadline has a story on the actors and writers' strike. Just about everybody really has a story about how their residuals really just fell off the table after the advent of new media. The New Yorker published stories like actors in the successful Orange is a New Black. They really didn't enjoy the benefits of their labor working on that series. They posted stories about their experiences in this article at Deadline.com. Definitely check it out. I support the actors and writers' strike because they are striving for fairness, which everyone is entitled to. I'll keep reporting on it here until it's over. I also respect any actor or writer that does not want to do interviews about projects because of the strike. However, they are welcome here to state their case about the strike. 
Variety reports that the Masters of the Universe movie is dead at Netflix, even after $30 million was spent on development. They have been trying to make this film since 2007, with lots of starts and stops. Now it's in development hell. Deadline reports that Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, directed by Lindsay Beer, is a prequel to Pet Cemetery. The film follows Judd Crandall back in 1969. He wants to leave his hometown, but discovers mysterious, hidden, deep underground stuff. You can only imagine. Great cast. David Duchovny, Henry Thomas, and Pam Greer, just to name a few. Look for it on October 6th at Paramount Plus Peak Screening Collection. There they curate horror movies and Halloween episodes from TV series. Deadline reports that Justin Seaman, who directed The Haunted Mansion, also wrote the Lando Carizian series for Disney Plus. He says that series has not received an update. Donald Glover has expressed his desire to play Lando again. Hopefully after the strike, something will happen, but don't hold your breath. And lastly, Game Rant has a list of Starfleet admirals that went rogue. Here are just a few. Admiral Jameson, who took a de-aging treatment to resolve a hostage situation when he was getting young, not a good admiral. And this is interesting, Admiral Ross, who worked covertly with Section 31 to influence Romulan politics. Hmm. And Admiral Doherty, who in Star Trek Insurrection attempts to evacuate the Baku for a life-prolonging effect of the rings of the planet. But Jean-Luc Picard had something to say about that. Look for more at ScreenRant.com. And that's my Sci-Fi Talk Weekly, Episode 61, for July 20th, 2023, as we celebrate yet another anniversary of the fabulous moon landing back in 1969. Back next Thursday, this is Tony Tolado, and to all those attending Comic-Con, have a great time. Enjoy yourself.